Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage. Co-hosted by Katie Zutter and India Marie Paul. For our third season, we cover animation royalty as we discuss the female protagonists in the Disney Princess franchise and the impact they've had on women of all ages. This episode, we discuss the Little Mermaid who began the beloved Disney Renaissance era, Ariel. Welcome to season three. Uh, season three. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> oh, same. I am so happy to get kind of back to something that brought us together. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited to go over the Disney princesses. We only hit a couple of them in our first season. Mm-hmm. So now we really get to dive in to this massive franchise and these yes. really important female characters to so many women of all ages. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. Yeah. And let's go. We're going to start this season off with one of easily the most popular and beloved characters of all time, the Little Mermaid. So the Little Mermaid uh, has a lot of just kind of like random history to it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it has a lot of firsts and onlys. That is a lot of just some of its timing. Mm -hmm. Some of it is up to you to decide. I'm not sure. Oh. Um, but let's get into a little bit of that history first yeah. before we get into Ariel herself. So for the animation itself, mm-hmm. before I do the Hans Christian Andersen, just so mm-hmm. I don't forget all this stuff and then we can mm-hmm. like just continue to recap and remember. <laughs> it was the 28th animated film from Disney, which when I read that, I'm like, that can't be real because the previous princess movie was Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, there's a huge That's gap. Wild. Yeah. What? 28 uh, Sleeping Beauty was a flop, massive flop. Yeah. That may be why they didn't go back into the princess genre for a while. Yeah. But yeah, that like baffled me. I'm like, wow, they really pumped a lot of movies. <laughs> That's really what happened. Like, I'm trying to remember what <laughs> movies <laughs> happened before this. Yeah. The Great Mouse Detective did oh. save Disney from bank- bankruptcy. That's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. And that came out just before then. Okay. There was that. Mm-hmm. That was one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. You know, some that Disney likes to pretend didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about those. <laughs> We're going to pretend those didn't happen either. Yeah. Um, Zippity-doo-hoo. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, something else fun about this mm-hmm. is actually Ariel... The Little Mermaid was slated to go up right after uh, Snow White. Oh, okay. While Disney was already in the works mm-hmm. of drafting a script right after Snow White. And then, like, you know, things happen. Yeah. Look look, look at Snow Queen. We talked about that last time. I mean, yeah. like they, he wanted to do Snow Queen forever and couldn't yeah. make that work. Yeah. So I'm sure it was like a similar thing. And when they finally decided to do this version, they had found one of Walt Disney's original <gasps> scripts. Oh and then found gosh. that he had made very similar changes to the original that they were doing. That's so, so how, cool. How That's cool so would that cool. be? You know, yeah. like you're already working on it and then you find like Walt Disney himself is like, yeah, oh, yeah I got you. I approve. Yeah, you, that, yeah, you feel right. like you like have that approval. That's amazing. Right? Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. So it was directed and written by Ron Clements mm-hmm. and John Musker. They, uh, there was many concerns. <laughs> about Splash. They were very worried about Splash. Yeah. Everyone was worried about Splash. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Jeffrey Kansenberg. Mm. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I, I don't, don't like him either way. I don't care. Um, because, <laughs> so first, now this is an understandable concern. Not super understandable. He's like, no, I don't think it's going to go well because mm-hmm. like there's another movie even though that one's live action. Yep. 
uh-huh, uh-huh. they're gonna get it confused with this one mm, okay yeah because so they look the, the same. second one <laughs> yeah mm, whatever well that's why her hair is red Oh, it was yeah. supposed to be blonde. Yeah, her hair is red now sense. because uh-huh. Splash has blonde hair, mm-hmm. which we love that for Ariel. We oh yeah, love our red. It's so iconic. Like she yeah, is an iconic it, color. Of it hair. helps her stand out from the rest of her sisters too. Uh-huh. Like it's it's really it's it's great. It's just mm-hmm. all around great. Also, he did not think this movie would do well. The same this is Je- Sir Jeffrey uh, thought mm-hmm. it would not do well because it appeals to women. <laughs> Oh, there's so many things. That, I didn't know that. And I already didn't yeah. like him. So like, I feel like that's yeah. like another he death. Didn't, he didn't. Yeah. He was like, this movie's not going to do well because it appeals to women. Oh, yeah. Disney Ew. never would go well with women. Oh, my yeah, God. So that's cool. That's super, super cool. It also has two Academy Awards, well which I wasn't surprised about. But there was one part of that I wasn't I was surprised about. So obviously the score won. Yes. This was when King Alan Menken mm-hmm. started working with Disney and mm-hmm. like the legendary combination of alan yes. menken and disney like what a king mm-hmm. um who's continuing and just like bringing on a new legend alan menken and um in heights hamilton oh lin-manuel, lin-manuel miranda. miranda i thought like Ashman, lin-manuel like, miranda yeah they are yeah. both now have been working on the past couple disney films together and oh. they have been absolute icons because he worked yeah. on moana with him that's true and Kanto, and now they are doing the new uh, Little Mermaid, the live okay. action. Alan Menken and Lin Manuel Miranda are working together on that as well. Okay, just mm-hmm. icons. <laughs> so obviously the score one, brilliant. Yep, makes yep. sense. Yeah, this was very much a musical format. They purposefully mm-hmm. made this a musical format, and you can tell it works really well. There's a mm-hmm. theme that comes back. There's there's an ending number. It's like mm-hmm. it just it's awesome. Yeah. What I was surprised about is it did wings win an Academy for best song. Hmm. But not for the song I thought it would win for. It won for Under the Sea. That's right. I was like, wait, it's and it's not one of the for yeah. the ballad, mm-hmm. um, which I was really surprised about because Under the Sea is really really fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it moves the plot along quite as much as Part of Your World does. Yeah, but still, still great. Yeah, Good I mean, them. it might be. I I'm trying to think of like why that one would have been put up because they had to pick which mm-hmm. one went up. I feel they like they also it, wanted to cut the the ballad from the show. Oh so my god, that. I hated that. That was in the documentary, <laughs> Waking Sleeping Beauty, and I was like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Because he saw a couple bored kids in like a prequel that you're like, Oh, we have to cut the I Want song. No, I'm pretty. No. Sh- I'm pretty sure it was Howard Ashman. Who is very much like absolutely not? Yeah, and then he, a couple other. Glenn yeah. Keane, I think, was in that too, and all that. But um, Howard Ashman also. This is just our first and onlys. Yeah, this is a first and only for him. Yeah, because this is the only one that he was able to see from start to finish. Yeah, oh, so good. Um, yeah, it's and uh, you can tell you can yeah. see them in there when they talk jody benson through everything Mm -hmm. jody benson also has like real nothing but lovely things to say about this movie like nothing but great things she comes back all the time she's saying at weddings as ariel like she's done so many things she is such a such a queen and uh one of her favorite things working on this film Mm -hmm. was being coached through singing part of your world that was one of her favorite moments of the film so, and which makes sense. You can see there are you can find them on YouTube all the place. There's yeah. video footage of her being coached through singing it, and it's really really cool. And you can tell because it's the song really. You see her. It is truly her. I want song. Yeah, in a beautiful way. Yeah, she was uh, just. This is a first, not only. Mm-hmm. She, she was the start of the Disney res- Renaissance. Yes, the absolute start of it. Yes, and really kicked that off mm-hmm. to the future. And she set a very high bar. 
Yeah. Not everything really made it to. Yeah. She also is the only Disney princess, the first and only to have a child. I, yeah. When I was watching the second movie, I went, wait a minute. No, no other sequel Nobody. has a kid. That was nope. so she cool. She also is the only one with prequels. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah, the only, what other Disney movies have, have prequels? Tarzan has one, but that's a Tarzan. Like Jane's not in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the Disney Princess franchise has a prequel. That's crazy. And it, I, yep. I, we'll talk when we get there. I have a lot of thoughts about the prequel, actually. And it makes sense. It does make sense for Ariel because yeah. like, what's more interesting? To see her in the sea world. living her life with Prince Eric or like being a mermaid. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Being a mermaid. So yeah. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense. There's just, yeah, she's done a lot. And I'm sure as as I go through, you'll just see even even more things mm-hmm. that she really has nobody has done every any some of these things nobody has done quite like yeah. Ariel again. Yeah. And it really does mark this this Disney Renaissance, which mm-hmm. is awesome. As a quick side note, we're gonna jump through the Hans Christian Anderson story. Yes. Now, I'm gonna say something at the beginning of the story and we will discuss it at the end. Okay. But Hans Christian Anderson mm-hmm. says that he wrote the story mm-hmm. with a happy ending. Yes. He wanted it to be a fun, happy ending. Most of the things you see on the internet and that you talk to, people say it's a tragic ending. So I will give you the highlights of the story. Tell me what you think after. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so it does start out identical to the movie. Mm-hmm. He, he does like a brief synopsis of like the mer people mm-hmm. and like you see Ariel mm-hmm. first and all of that. She has a wid- widowed father. She has a grandmother who's not yeah. really super important to the story. Yeah. But she's <laughs> she's there. Five older sisters. They did an extra one so they she could have one for all the seven seas. Oh, um, that's cool. They did that for the movie. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. Yeah. And uh, something that this is like a pretty common fantastical lore thing that you find in different stories mm-hmm. in different folklore. This in Hans Christian Andersen's, it's specifically at 15. They can start taking mm-hmm. turns going up to land. Mm-hmm. But you find this. This is kind of like a, a theme mm-hmm. in like different mermaid, selkie, that kind yeah. of idea. Mm-hmm. So for this particular story, The Little Mermaid, it is at 15. On her trip, she sees a birthday celebration of a young prince, <clears throat> Eric, mm-hmm. on a ship. So it's like play by play. This yeah. is now the play by play. So cute. Falls in love with him. Saves him from drowning. Mm-hmm. Win, win, win. Love it. He is then same thing where he did not see her save him. He just sees this like temple maiden like run out and be like, oh, no, there's somebody stranded on the shore. Yes. Cool. Now we find some fun lore, which is not in the film. Understandable why. Uh, mermaids live for 300 years and humans uh-huh. don't. Mm-hmm. However, mermaids die indefinitely. They they die yep. permanently. They turn into sea foam and they just cease to exist. Mm-hmm. Whereas humans, when they die, they have a soul. Mm-hmm. So they go to heaven and continue to live on. So there's that. Fun little <laughs> foreshadowing. So then seeks the sea witch for help. This mm-hmm. is also very right with the book. The mm-hmm. sea witch, she gets the potion that gets her legs in return for her voice. That's all pretty standard. The scary thing is that when she gets the legs, it feels absolutely terrible to her. And then mm-hmm. um, every time she steps, it feels like she is stepping on knives all the time. And she will be yeah. a lovely dancer, but it will feel like she is dancing on knives and shattered glass yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how she feels all the time. So yeah. we love that for her. Yeah. Um, but oh, she loves oh. him, guys. She loves him. Well, this, this is a children's was, story. She was so fascinated with having a soul. story. In the in the original one, right, and mm-hmm. loving him, but like there's, it was such a weird existential crisis that uh-huh. she went through uh-huh. to get uh-huh. but to go still. Through. 
still not great no, not great that no. we're killing ourselves for this did yep. we need it no probably yep. not yep um and she can never return to the sea period yep. point blank never can return yep. to the sea now if she can get a soul if he marries her thus attaching a part of his soul permanently to her mm-hmm. so that she can essentially like grow her own soul yeah and all is grand yeah now if you marry somebody else she will instantly turn to see foam the next day so yep. cool 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 love mm-hmm. that for her love mm-hmm. that for her mm-hmm. now <laughs> He does find her and is like, oh, you're not the person who saved me, but mm-hmm. I'll keep you around because you're fun and you can dance really nice. So dance with for me anytime mm-hmm. I want you to. And mm-hmm. she's like, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course I will dance for you every time I want, even though it, I literally feels like I'm dying. Yep. I would love to dance for you, sir. So they do that for a little bit. And he is like, keeps her around, mm-hmm. enjoying her company. And then uh, like to the point where he is comfortable with her enough to complain to her about his family and how mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're going to marry me away and yep. I don't want to do these things. I have my own life. Surprise! That princess was, in fact, the temple maiden who came and, mm-hmm. like, pulled him ashore. And he's like, oh, my gosh, wait, just kidding. She saved me. I love her. I love her so much. Um, <laughs> Let's get <excuse> married. Excuse <laughs> you. Um, so they do get married immediately. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. And then the sisters... Mm-hmm. Uh, see this all happening. So all of her sisters forego their hair mm-hmm. to get a magical dagger that mm-hmm. she gets that if she kills him before the next day and drips blood on her feet, that she can be a mermaid again and join them. But she cannot bring herself to kill him. So she does turn into sea foam. She throws herself into the sea with the sword or the dagger. Dagger. Basically, as she turns to sea foam, she's like, okay, I'm going to die. JK Laws. She actually turns into an air spirit mm-hmm. that after 300 years of good deeds, she can like have a soul and go to heaven. That is the deal they made because of how much she wanted mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. her life. Mm-hmm. So is that a good story or a sad, tragic story? Well, it's it's tra- I, I've always I knew that she threw herself into <laughs> seafoam until I, like, I never fully read yeah. the story. Like I was I, I always heard that at the end. And then oh, all of a sure. sudden there was like this epilogue of like, just kidding, I still get a soul because I did good stuff and I could, I'm like, okay, well, if what she really wanted was a soul and he was kind of a way to do it, then I guess that, you know, she <laughs> she gets, instead of disappearing into- She gets like at least part of her happy Yeah, end. I feel like- She has get- to do 300 years of yeah. good service to get that soul. Yeah. And then there was, but- wasn't there like an added sentence about like, if you find a kid who behaves well, you get a year <laughs> off. So it's like in the kids' book, being like, "Oh, let's just blackmail children to behaving." My gosh! <laughs> or the Little Mermaid never this gets to crazy. go to heaven. Yeah. As soon as the soul was introduced, it became so existential for me. When I was not prepared to have this like huge crisis on her hands yeah. about <laughs> wanting that. It's tragic. I think why people connect to that story so much is like it's really the most pure really painful version of unrequited love (laughs) in a very physically painful like i will literally dance on glass and nails for you because i want to be complete through you and in the fact that she doesn't kill him and is happy to see him happy it's such Mm -hmm. a i think people connect to the story because of the tragedy of unrequited love but i'm so glad that eric is not 
as bad as this guy. Well, Can I, I, yeah. I know that's not about Ariel, but I'm so glad he's yeah. not this bad. Like, what on earth? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do get a very strong, Ariel is very strong-willed mm-hmm. and is willing to go through a lot yeah. to get what she wants. And so they do take that from the original story, mm-hmm. which I, I do like. I do understand the changes they made. Mm-hmm. I think trying to tie in the soul as well would have been Oof. a little tough in yeah. a... 80 minute movie yeah like they gotta <laughs> talk about like heaven and earth you know, like there's a whole like, other it's a lot yeah, it's yeah. a lot no so i think they did they they made a really good choice i think it was really smart how they wove it all in together i think mm-hmm. it was cute to make the seven sisters you know that yeah like, none of the changes they made affected the story enough that it was different mm-hmm. ariel was still the same person yeah the stakes were maybe not as high yeah that's in this fair one, but also this is marketed for younger kids so yes. i don't mind that and you, you know? had it. You had a clear villain in yes. the movie, whereas in correct me if I'm wrong, but in the story, the sea witch is kind of like you probably don't want to do this, but this is how you can. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's truly it's all her own device yeah. Yeah. that yeah, she yeah. makes. Yeah. So now this movie came out in 1989 did spawn quite a few things this was kind of their first franchise within yeah. itself, and yeah. she continues to be one of the most popular mm-hmm. of the Disney princess lineup. So we had, in order of release, mm-hmm. we started with uh, The Little Mermaid, which was 1989. Mm-hmm. Then there was uh, the TV show, which mm-hmm. was in 1992. Then there were two direct-to-video, which was the popular thing to do in the days. Yes, yes. Direct-to-VHS. VHS, um, <laughs> Was, now this is what shocked me, is the the huge gap that Ariel mm-hmm. was still so relevant that they mm-hmm. made these so far away from everything else. Yeah. Because we've talked about other movies, other franchises like Frozen and mm-hmm. the, one of the larger ones, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. And none of these were this far apart. Yeah. After that TV show in 1992 that aired through 1994, mm-hmm. the next thing didn't come out until Return to the Sea about her daughter Melody mm-hmm. until 2000. And mm-hmm. then the, the prequel came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. So those are all like very far apart. Yeah, there's a lot of space and from each other. People were still excited to see it, and it yeah, I, and it's still very popular. Yeah, kids, kids know all of the stories. Mm-hmm. Kids know all of those. Mm-hmm. Melody became a very popular character herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say the prequel is probably the least popular mm-hmm. of all of them. Mm-hmm. But it did do a lot of firsts and onlys as well. The mm-hmm. TV show especially. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess all of them did. I would like to go in order of release. Yes. I know this is not. So just because I think that's that's easier. Mm-hmm. And then, then we'll bring up some questions later. Okay. Um, to okay. dive into Ariel's character a little bit. Now, this is not the order, obviously, of that the events occurred. Yeah. From what I gathered when they got to that last movie they kind of threw out the entire tv series because it was supposed to happen in between there's no way there's no way they could have happened in the same universe like to be brutally honest too many things happen too many things are answered in different formats yeah like there's no way but yeah so for the movie the literal mermaid um something that i think a lot of people jump in on with ariel is the classic but daddy i love him yeah uh, i do i do agree however Mm -hmm. something that i do want to bring up to remind our subscribers our listeners our adoring fans (laughs) is that (laughs) 
Prince Eric is not introduced until 20 minutes into the movie, and she has already sang her I Want song. She does not have the statue of him. She does not know he exists. Mm -hmm. He is not introduced. She's already sang her full I Want song, and it does not include him. You know, and then mm -hmm. she meets him. I, I thought I would be more annoyed with Ariel as an adult. I'm like, because I remember that line. You know, like, mm -hmm. I'm 16, you, you know, I'm right. not a you child. Still kind of, you still kind of agree with, with yeah. Triton. You're still like, mm. I, I sympathize. But you're not like mad at her. I, I sympathize with what Triton is saying, but I also 100% see from her point of view just wanting something different and yeah. him and Triton not communicating in a way that is effective would of course mm -hmm. spawn the, those kind of one-liners. That's all he's letting her say. So like I thought, oh, I, sure. I thought I'd be so much more annoyed with like the teenageriness of her, but I actually very much right. found myself on her side, even as an adult, mm -hmm. being like, "Oh no, I understand why you said this, and I understand that feeling yeah. of not being taken seriously." Because the the sixteen, right. I'm I'm sixteen, is him not listening to her at all. Like he he's completely ignoring mm -hmm. everything she's saying, so it's just trying to get him to just talk to her like a person instead of a child. Right. So I I was actually very impressed rewatching it, going like, oh, I'm not upset or annoyed by this moment. I I I, I hear you, Ariel. Stop. Yeah. Calm down, Triton, for a second, <laughs> and let's talk about this. <laughs> like it, yeah yeah. And yep. you can see from her reaction, from when it comes out of her mouth, mm -hmm. she realizes the mistake she just made yeah. the second she says it. And they she both like do that. Gasps and goes, oh my God. Ah. <laughs> they, they both do that because Triton, every single time he's had a yelling match with her, he immediately regrets it. Oh, for sure. So for like, sure. they're both like of the same <laughs> kind, just like collapsing. Oh my gosh, yeah. They're like the same human. And yeah. it's so funny to me too, because like, you kind of feel for him in that moment, too, mm -hmm. because this whole time, this whole time he thinks that she's fallen in love with another mermaid. I and know. he's like, and he's just like being this really sweet dad by himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I hope he's good enough for her. Yeah. And I'm so Trying happy little for her. Yeah. Me like Sebastian, guess what? I know. I know. He's like so excited. Uh, so you can you kind of feel for both of them in that moment where yeah. it's like, as it's it's a beautiful moment where as the outsider mm -hmm. and especially as an older human yep you can see what's happening mm -hmm. and you feel so bad for both of them yep if everyone would like, just like calm be... down yeah, yeah have a conversation <laughs> about our feelings we'll be but okay no. yep cool 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 um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think a lot of people just like remember that line. And yeah, then, um, I was one of them. Cling to that. I was one of them. Yeah, who, and I went back and watched it, and I was continue continuously impressed at the amount of courage she has, and kind of, kind of in awe of the naivete that she has as a teenager. Like I, I was constantly reminded. Yeah. That she was a 16 year old and I think she fully was written as one in a way that wasn't oh, annoying sure. but just real. So her bright-eyed right. bushy tailness, I like I it I think it really played a lot better than I remember it playing. Well, I mean, she's the original Rapunzel. Yeah. She's the original yeah. uh, the original I don't know anything about this mm -hmm. world because I've never been allowed to live in it. Yeah. You know, so her when she doesn't know all the human stuff, it's endearing because mm -hmm. she's genuinely trying to figure it out and she it's not that she's an idiot. It's no. that she truly 
she truly doesn't know because how would she? How would she mm-hmm. know what a fork is? Yeah. How would she know oh, what a pipe so is? Oh, it's so endearing. Like, you oh. know? Watching her like <laughs> talk to the statue like a poster. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's It's... It's not her being dumb because you can see her put things together and mm-hmm. she is very clever. But how would she know? Yeah. Not being like, li- it's literally a different world. Yeah. I also, something that I loved in this recent rewatch is now she's been once, she, I know I'm like hopping around the movie a oh, lot, but when she gets onto land and she's been given this task, she's like, like you need to get this guy to kiss you in like three days. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian's mm-hmm. like, Girl, I got you. <laughs> oh my God. This is how you do it. And he's like talking her through. <laughs> yes. Because, because he cares about her as much yes. as she drives him nuts. Yeah. He cares about her. And he's like, I cannot let you yep. be controlled by Ursula. Like yep. that is his focus. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. He doesn't even care about Eric. He's just like, girl, you are getting yeah. through this. We're like, going to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he is trying. He yep. is trying so hard. And she, something that really endeared me to her as well mm-hmm. and to Eric in this moment mm-hmm. is both of them. We're having so much fun. I love that, that. making out was literally the last thing on their minds. They, like, oh, and not yes. that they weren't, not that they didn't have great chemistry. They mm-hmm, did, mm-hmm. but they were just enjoying their time together so much mm-hmm. that like kissing wasn't even something that crossed their minds because they were yeah. having so much fun together. Yeah, I. So one something that Howard Ashman had said in an interview about the I Want song is that basically you have a lady sit on something, whether it's a trash can or a rock or whatever (laughs) have you, a stool, whatever, and you sing the I Want song and then you put it really early so that the audience knows what they want, falls in love with the character, and then they root for them to get it the entire movie. And something Mm -hmm. that I was impressed by this rewatch was just how much I wanted it to be Eric. Because he was such a romantic through the entire... And we'll talk more about him in the after hours. But yeah. I, they were just such a good fit. And watching them both yes. wordlessly enjoy each other was so... It was really sweet. <laughs> it was so much sweeter than I remember. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. They like genuinely romantic. fall in love. It's yeah. still fast. Yes. Don't get me wrong. It's still only a couple of days. But I believe but it. You believe it. Yeah. They're Both of those people are just adventurous yeah. wild young yep. wherever the the wherever the tide takes me kind of people and so you believe that they fall in love in three days like, yeah you know? i did i was like i'm in we're here now <laughs> i was so heartbroken when she comes down and vanessa is there i was yeah. like oh You're devastated yeah like, oh my gosh the poor thing yeah because mm-hmm. like even then their caring for each other mm-hmm. is so powerful that the voice isn't enough yeah yeah. She has to curse him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like basically curse him to get it to to work. Yeah, um, which I think says a lot about mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. as a couple, as a wild and crazy couple. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know how they get anything done. <laughs> oh, but nothing. I get nothing they, they're done. great together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like they they do they do fit each other well. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy this for them, and I mm-hmm. like this for them because Ariel is constantly searching for something more and something new and something exciting and she is i mean this is this is the classic she's at the end of the line of princesses yes she would have sat her whole life in that palace mm-hmm. just waiting for atina yeah. to ascend to the throne and then on to the there next you, you know yeah. like she just would have been another princess in the castle yeah and so um and and you can tell from just very early on and Eric, having Eric be this adventurous sailor mm-hmm. 
it's perfect because oh, she yeah. does truly get the best of both worlds mm-hmm. with, you know, Flounder can still be close yep. and she can still be see her family and like it totally it, I don't know, you love that for them. Yeah. At the end, you know, yeah. and and it totally it's very satisfying yeah. for her to to get that. Especially because she does love him. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. She does love him. Yeah. But um her enjoyment of everything like she just loves learning things mm-hmm. and you love that for her and now she will forever get to annoy poor grimsby oh my god <laughs> you know no way. poor he, seasick grimsby <laughs> he brought it upon Who himself does, yeah he he does she is endearing to him mm-hmm. but i imagine just continuous yeah continuous like no my queen that is yeah, not how this works <laughs> well i i was really impressed and kind of like what's happening when okay so you have this shipwrecked woman what they think is ship brings him into the castle mm-hmm. washes her up and then grimsby be like hey this girl like it, it feels like everyone's That's a girl do you like her everyone's Please on board someone. There's, like, it's, there's no like hierarchical issues yeah. with i was like yeah. what yeah. is this where's the king there's and queen a- right right so it's under the assumption yeah. that the queen, king and queen do not exist Okay. It's under the assumption that they do not exist. They never, you never see them. You never hear mm-hmm. from them. True. So it's under the assumption that he has been raised by Grimsby. Oh, that's kind of cute. Because he is not around. Like mm-hmm. there's no family around. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grimsby buys him a birthday present. That's true. Not okay. Mom and dad. Okay. So yeah. So he's like. So heir. I, I think Grimsby is like <laughs> actually concerned. Just get a queen. <laughs> we like, we need a royal family. You're the only <laughs> one left. And you hey. only want to sail. Like, she can't can talk. you get it together? And she's using a fork weird, but here you go. <laughs> somebody. Like, we're at our last legs. Like, he literally was, like turned down the last princess they went to. Like, it's oh my so gosh. Funny. That's what I was watching. I'm like, man, they're really loose with this, like, random person yeah. who's just coming into the castle. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. they have no idea. So, and we will talk about in mm-hmm. the after hours. Mm-hmm. How this is also huh, the one and only Disney princess movie that you cannot put in a time frame. Oh, uh-huh. She has no name to her kingdom. So there's a lot of there's a lot of there's and a lot of crazy things. There were there's no names in the original story either. Oh, it was just no. the Little Mermaid. No, no, no. And, so just yeah. just mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about more of that mm-hmm. wildness in mm-hmm. the after hours. But turning back to Ariel for yes. a little bit though, she kind of like hitting some of the points we hit in mm-hmm. our uh, Maiden Madness. Mm-hmm. She is incredibly brave mm-hmm. to do all these things that she's explicitly told not to. Yep. To do the, to go up to the sea witch to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's very loyal and loving. She does tease Flounder a lot, yeah. but when push comes to shove, she gets Flounder first. Yeah. And puts herself between whatever danger is there. Yeah. And flounder or whoever else. Like she is devastated. The look on her face when her mm-hmm. father trades himself for her is the worst. Like yeah. she, <laughs> she like, you know. Yeah. Um, as much as she wants adventure and excitement, mm-hmm. she does truly care about everybody who is important to her. Yeah. And it's not and given I do love her. Yeah, that she's she's not given the time. I was thinking about like, well, she signs this contract, mm-hmm. not really even out of spite. They no. catch her at the perfect manipulatable time for a sixteen year old yeah. girl, and then she doesn't get time to think. It's all like there, no. there, 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 which is or makes Ursula a fantastic negotiator. Oh, um, sure. because she's <laughs> presented. That's why she has all those little shrimpies. <laughs> well, so she's presented with all the like. She sees them. There's no hiding it. There's no like. Yeah. 
you're not hiding what's going to happen if this doesn't work. She just is manipulates her to a point at the perfect time, doesn't give her time to think about it, and then all of a sudden it's happening. Like, it's right. so quick that I can't even be mad at her, you know? It's, it's, she's <laughs> been absolutely manipulated in this situation yep. so fast, and she's getting what she wants, and she still wins! And she still she's wins. She's a queen! She she's a queen. queen. She, she is a queen. She, she gets people around her, rallying mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see why a lot of... She hits a lot of marks for mm-hmm. little girls. Mm-hmm. For a lot of different ages, honestly. For yeah. little girls, it's like, oh, she's magic. She has, she's a she, mermaid. Mermaids are real. What? Yeah. She's a princess and she's a mermaid? Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's like, amazing. You know, for little kids, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You get older in those, like, the teenage years. You relate to her heavily. Yes, a lot. With her and her dad. Mm-hmm. And what a, like, obviously there's miscommunication there. Mm-hmm. But, like, what a healthy relationship Yeah, that uh, they mm-hmm. grow into. Of apologizing. You know? When Triton yeah. says... It's my fault. What have I done? Yeah. I'm like, yes, own it. Own the mistake. Get better. She feels so bad when her father has to like pick up any mess that she's made. You know, it may take her a little longer, but she's the kid. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's great. It's really great. And then when you're older, it is that whimsical, Mm -hmm. nostalgic. Yeah, of course I wouldn't want a life different than where I'm at right now. Yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, <laughs> like, I, it just hits a lot of marks. It does. And she is she saves Eric just as much as she is a damsel in distress. So mm-hmm. they balance it really well. And a line that like jumped out at me this time was telling Eric to save himself, that she was yeah. going to handle it. And she's like, you take care of yourself. Well, I do. I'm not losing you again. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! He becomes so. (laughs) Yes, we will talk about him. But like that line, I was like, oh, like that's a very powerful line. After she hasn't been able to Mm -hmm. talk to him for so, like that's like one of the first set of words she says to him. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. There's a sister. I don't. She has no plan. She almost dies. Of course not. (laughs) Jumping in front of like the Triton and like pulling Ursula's hair, and then she like. It's, yeah, oh, of course. It's all completely impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely unattainable heroism. <laughs> and she's just like, save yourself. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but here we are. Right. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it's yeah. it's that naivete that you admire in a young heroine that's going to make her so yeah. great when she grows up. Like that you're like, that, oh, that's the sure. first step. You know, like those qualities. Sure. Oh, I loved it unyielding confidence mm-hmm. <laughs> while having no plans yeah it's impressive just really amazing i could totally get him to kiss me in three days i've never kissed a boy but here we are unless she has i Let's mean i don't go. know like, <laughs> uh, as far as the lore goes she has not okay okay i was like you know i don't know like is there anything about the uh, first movie. There's one thing I wrote that has nothing to do with her, but just like cracks me up, and this will not take much time, so I could just say it now oh, do instead it, of do saying it. it in the um in the after hours. Do it. I wrote and I quote: Max knows what's up. Yeah, at the wedding, Vanessa's yeah. walking down the aisle, and Max is the only one that's like, "Who's this girl?" Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, from the get go, he's like Nobody pushing him to Ariel <laughs> and like brings it, like you, you are a good dog. You're a good yes, boy, Max. Max. Yes. <laughs> And she takes to him really well as someone who has never dealt with animals before. Yeah. She's like this large furry thing. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a lot of the, like 
experiencing of the world that's just like blown over like the fact that eric goes from like being a normal person where mermaids didn't exist to like all of a sudden there's like a magic yeah. octopus and a mermaid and uh-huh. then like magic exists but now i'm gonna go with my little oh, and pointy stick everyone everyone can understand sebastian <laughs> everyone can understand sebastian everyone 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 can understand sebastian <laughs> there's so there's a lot of inconsistencies totally as far as oh, like that, oh, that's that's the taste yeah. of the inconsistencies. Oh yeah, that's just like I told you, this doesn't exist at a time frame. Yeah, this is that's on the surface. This is the surface of no like era. that. Oh yeah, like it. <laughs> so there's a lot of questions about that that I have that aren't like about her. Um, I actually mm-hmm. thought they developed her. It was yeah. really nice to see a fully developed parental relationship, friendships. Yes. You don't get a taste of the sisters until other stuff, but you get a little bit of mm-hmm. that, which is really cool because you don't see a lot of a lot of other women sometimes and Disney movies. Yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah. Of and there's them. a lot of women in this one. So it was really yeah. cool. Um, and you get to know them better in other other of the movies, which is really cool. So I was really impressed with just all the women in the movie felt not two dimensional and felt like they had their own personality a lot of the time. The sisters started to blend in that specific movie, but they still had like their own little things. There's also many of them. Yeah. And they're, you know, and they don't have a lot of yes. screen time. So yeah. it makes sense. If they all have A names. It gets, yes, yes. It makes that's sense. A, so you get a remember, little like, confused. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think they did a really good job <clears throat> with mm-hmm. her. And the fact that she doesn't actually talk for a large chunk of it didn't lower her character development, which is an mm, testament no. to the animation itself, which is really cool. And a little note that I had that I just enjoyed is when they're cleaning Ariel's clothes and Sebastian goes from like the washroom onto the line. Them gossiping about Eric's love life yes. was so sweet. Like it was, it's, yes. it was a cool callback to like the fact that so many fairy tales were spread when women were doing chores that mm-hmm. I was just like, that's that's just a nice, like it's that stuff, that stuff that's in yeah. between that just like was really cool. And I, I ended up really liking Ariel more than I remembered liking her because who doesn't oh, love mermaids? Great. But like Ariel oh, herself yeah. was just so freaking courageous and gung-ho to get to do what's right too because she also like if she wanted to just be human it wasn't like you don't have to save one necessarily and when when triton's like who cares about Mm -hmm. the human she's like he was die and she can't like it she's fighting for that i I was really impressed rewatching the movie it was nice and the music is great she's so popular yeah Yeah. i get it (laughs) i get it so now let's head over to the next film in the saga which is Return to the Sea. Mm-hmm. Now this one is primarily about Melody mm-hmm. which is her daughter mm-hmm. so this definitely doesn't have nearly as much notes as yeah. the other stuff but it does bring up some really cool things. One of my favorite parts of actually the whole film mm-hmm. is the beginning. Ariel's involved yeah. where you first meet them and you see them and they're singing a song opening number yeah. she's holding Melody and she opens the window and they're on a ship how cool how cool yeah how very eric and ariel you've seen from this opening number you learn so many things Mm -hmm. you learn that obviously they have a family now yep obviously things are going well Mm -hmm. they now have a ship that they consistently go out to visit triton Mm -hmm. they're introducing their daughter to triton so cute that's so cool Mm -hmm. obviously they've grown up a lot Mm -hmm. and it's just really it's it it was really really cool Mm -hmm. and and when she does get taken by um morgana Mm -hmm. all three family members save her ariel takes the sword Mm -hmm. slaps it down onto a railing Mm -hmm. to knock things out of the way Mm -hmm. eric jumps in after and king Triton finishes it Uh, like so good 
They all three of them jump in to save Melody. It is not just one of them. And I think that's so cool. And they all bring something so different to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, that happens Ariel does multiple think times. before she does things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does, and then everybody is like, okay, oh, like, like, yeah, like, they know? do that multiple and times in the movie where like each yeah. one has a role and it's just as important in the saving yeah. of everyone in it. And I was like, that's well done, family. You're yeah, like a it's, unit. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you see how devastated she is because obviously she has grown accustomed, accustomed to having her castle right against the sea yeah. where she can go see her family. And then the instant that that's threatened, mm-hmm. you feel for her yeah. that she has to build this wall. And like me watching it this, this last time, it like hit me really hard mm-hmm. during the beginning where she walks out by herself. And puts her feet yes, in the water. Yes, me too. And just says, I miss you, daddy. Oh, my God. Oh that my was so gosh. heartbreaking. I'm like, I'm uh, like, have you not seen him this whole time? Yeah, apparently it's not. It's been like 10 years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, you feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. Something that was a cute callback is this movie did go alongside with the original TV show. Okay. Because there is a episode and it's a very good one. It's an episode where there is a manta ray who is the bad guy and he okay. like sows seeds of mistrust. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his like magic power. He makes everybody just be discriminatory and mm-hmm. hateful okay. and it's it's really tough and he tries to get flounder and it doesn't work on him because of how much he loves ariel and how much she means to him yeah and as he's trying to get him to not like her yeah you see a flashback of when he first meets her and ariel ariel's hair is the exact same as Melody's. The only <gasps> different is that Melody's is black. And it's really cute. And basically in that story, Flounder's all by himself. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm guppy number like very like 37 or something <laughs> insane. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. they call me Flounder because yeah. I'm not good at, fla- at swimming. And she, and she immediately makes him important. She's like, Aww. I will call you Flounder. You are my friend. That's so sweet. And that's how, that's how. Yeah. They become friends is they're both really little and she mm-hmm. makes him feel important and not afraid and yeah. that she'll protect him. And I'm like, get get out of here. That's so cute. That. Oh, she's just so, a good person. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so yeah. uh, I did love in this movie that they clearly had watched the last one because that was a really cute callback. Yeah. To little baby Ariel that she matched Melody. Yeah. Melody and Ariel matched. This was also the first film that had a female Involved in the high up stuff. So what one of the screenplay writers was a woman. That's exciting. Elizabeth Anderson. Whereas the previous movie was like almost all men. So uh so that was kind of cool mm-hmm. to have her in there. They also have like a beautiful moment at the end where they all come together. Mm-hmm. Um there's this like you can see Ariel's like, no, I was real like, no, really. Mm-hmm. I was not. The cool kid when I yeah no mom you're perfect no nope. no you have no nope, idea nope. <laughs> That's a, the the moments that you actually get the what I liked and sometimes disliked about this sequel was that the writing the consequences seemed all about timing rather than actual like consequences of actions necessarily mm-hmm. where like Ariel if you, they had just taken a moment to talk which she wanted to it would have gone yes. fine. Whereas right. in the first movie, Ariel and Triton couldn't talk, which was the the, mm. the mm-hmm. issue. So it was so many things happened just because the timing was like mismatching. It wasn't as character developed. But right, right, and it is a straight to VHS. Yes, yes, no. It, but for a straight to VHS, it, you know, it was still it was pretty good. It was very entertaining, and 
what I did like about that is they didn't make Ariel into Triton and they didn't no. make her into like an overbearing mother all of a sudden. Like she was still no. her. It, it felt like herself. Yes. And it was truly her just matured. Yeah. It was lovely. And seeing her talk to Melody about being not fitting in was such like seeing her sitting on the bed. Like how many actual Disney movies do we get where a mom is like having a real conversation yeah. with a daughter and it's very like sweet. Like a healthy conversation. Yeah. Like when? Hardly ever. Like <laughs> there's And so dad's few. like encouraging it. Yeah. And mom and dad are so in love. When dad comes in and it's like, are you guys, what are you doing up here? And they're like, doing yeah, like, I'm like, what this, a dad thing. so sweet. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so tr- like everything about that family was charming and so it was truly mm-hmm. her just feeling like something was missing which it was and then they decide you know what yeah. we've done the we've owned that we haven't told her the truth because you know all the things we justified it with we have to tell her and then the timing of her running away like it yes it was really cool that they came to that conclusion right away and were mature loving family members overall like i really loved seeing a mature ariel because you're right we don't get mature princesses we don't get the queens no. it was really cool to kind of see it and believe that about her mm-hmm. yeah, it was really it was really endearing i always i remember when it first came out being like this is amazing we get to go back into the ocean yeah. and it, yes. you, you see the parallels between the two you get them duetting when the mother and daughter duet mm-hmm. i was like this is great we get women singing together it was yeah ugh. I really enjoyed it. And oh, it wasn't straight to VHS. You know, it was a straight to VHS. Right, right. So the songs were a little sloppier, or animation yeah. a little sloppier, writing a little sloppier, but a little. But for uh, this know. was better than most yeah. of the Renaissance second movies. I agree with that. I, it was definitely more rewatchable than a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of yeah, oh my gosh, sequels. yeah. And some of the TV shows were really rough. Oh. This was not one of them. Okay. So this TV show, which we'll jump back to before we go to mm-hmm. the final movie. Mm-hmm. So this one came out right after the movie. This is only a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, it aired from 1992 to 1994. This one, the first thing that shocked me in the first season mm-hmm. is that all the characters were exactly the same. And that sounds silly. Mm-hmm. That sounds silly. Mm-hmm. But when you think about things like Lilo and Stitch mm-hmm. and Tarzan and Atlantis, some of these other ones that had little TV shows that came out, Mm -hmm. and the characters were all caricatures of themselves. Mm -hmm. They were not well-rounded. They were, some of them were hyped up in a weird way. Mm -hmm. They didn't do what normally the character would do. Yeah. Whereas this, from the get-go, it was the same. They got Jodie Benson back. Yeah, they she's got in the all of these. Yeah, she's in everything. And so was the guy who plays Sebastian. Sebastian. That's awesome. He's in everything too. Yeah. They, they got as many people as they could back for as many things as they could. That's cool. Obviously, Flounder's the hardest because like yeah. Flounder's a child, yeah. and so there's always so much they can do with Flounder. Yeah. But you know, I, I was impressed. Okay. I'm like, this is this is not a caricature of Ariel. This is not a caricature of Flounder, mm-hmm. and it easily could have been, and it wasn't. It- was they this were the still first very one, character. like the first TV series of a Disney animated like movie? I'm not sure. It may have been. It had to have it been. It like, may have been. Yeah, I wonder because it was still Which in the middle of the Renaissance. First. You know, like it, let's look it up. Aladdin came out after. That's 1994. Mm-hmm. Hercules 1998. Legend of Tarzan uh, came out in 2003 or 2001. Mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch 2003. Little Mermaid, nineteen ninety-two. That's well, what I, I think, think it, it may be the first one. And they probably it was probably like taken care of 
You know, like I, I feel like they probably wanted to put their best foot forward <laughs> rather than do like oh for sure plot driven sitcomy episodes, which I think is the downfall of the yeah. others. Oh for sure, because you know? this one, of course, just like you know, Tangled had a few in there too. Yeah, yeah, you have those little. Those those filler episodes, if you will, to lighten yeah. the mood. Yeah. But yeah, this first one I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote a couple times the development of of King Triton in relation to his daughters was Aww. so endearing. That's awesome. Because you you had those moments of him like, mm, she's gonna drive me nuts. Uh-huh. Then I'll back down. <laughs> or her doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I I really like that. I really like seeing Ariel as Ariel. And yeah. I think having Jodie Benson on it as well, and like you said, it's their first time doing it, taking that care, mm-hmm. it really showed because it aged really well. That's <laughs> like, awesome. You know, and mm-hmm. I really, I really enjoyed it. Of course, there's lots of puns. I mean, but like it's a TV show. There should be. <laughs> Um, yeah like literally the only difference i saw especially in this first season Mm -hmm. was that flounder is a little more brave yeah that's really it and even then not by a lot i'll just give you some rundowns of my faves yeah my fave like little quotes that just cracked me up also um, a sneak peek from f hours uh (laughs) ariel's literally in the hospital right now the little hospital oh my god and the doctor's like you can talk to her now if you need to you can you know hang out with her for a little bit Mm mm-hmm and Sebastian literally tells Triton, don't yell at her now. Wait until she feels better. I mean, not bad advice. Like, I'm not going to yell at her at all. Like, what? <laughs> I just know you, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very funny. In episode three, we are introduced to a continuous villain who comes back quite a few times okay. called Lobster Mobster. No, it is not. That is his genuine name. Yes, it is Lobster Mobster. Oh, I'm all for um, that. You also meet Sweet Urchin that episode okay which is our uh sweet young merman Aww. who um becomes part of the friend group and is a reoccurring character That's as cool. well yeah she, a lot of the episodes are her she covers some really heavy topics sometimes nice. too which we'll get into which is crazy to me that they mm-hmm. were able to get into some of these bigger things mm-hmm. urchin is uh an orphan okay and she befriends this outcasted orphan yeah and by the end of the series triton Calls him his son. <gasps> no, she got a boyfriend. No, not a boyfriend. Okay, okay. He's he definitely has a little crush on her. But oh, no, okay. He okay. he like thinks of him as a son. Gotcha. Is how much gotcha. she has integrated okay. him into, and like she cares for him a lot. That's cool. And he is like very much an outsider. Didn't want to deal to deal with other people. I can handle myself. Yeah. And she like was like, no, I got you. Yeah. Love that for her. She's changing everyone around her, which is a very Disney trait. Mm -hmm. A very Disney trait is that the princess tends to not necessarily go through their own big journey, Mm -hmm. but be so good and such a force that everyone changes around them to her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Ariel definitely is like that. Mm -hmm. Also, in the series, King Triton was the redhead, which I preferred. I like that. Yeah. Because she is a lot like her hot-headed dad. Yeah, she is. Yeah, Personality-wise, he she is significantly more like her father. Yeah. Which I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think their relationship is really sweet. Also, the sisters, there is a um, at least mid-size sister. <gasps> Thank not all goodness. Because what the, the TV heck? Show. You know, with mm-hmm. the big as my pinky. And it's never brought up. She's never made fun that's of. Great. It's, it's, it's it's literally, it, exists. it just happens to Ugh. be that one of them is is a bigger size that's than awesome. everybody else. And 
This is 1992, friends. Yeah, like that's good for <laughs> you, Disney. This is also where they set up the human disdain, mm-hmm. where it's the slow burn up. We're at episode six where um, he's like talking about how you can't like we don't deal with human stuff because humans are really evil to mm-hmm. us and they fish us. And, you know, so he's like there. This series very much was like, let me cater to what is going to happen. Yes. Which I really, I very much enjoyed. Yeah. I already talked about the Founders origin story where mm-hmm. Ariel and mm-hmm. little, little Ariel and Melody have the same hair and I love yeah. that. This one also in the origin story has one of a very popular song from, uh, at least in the Ariel mm-hmm. Disney fandom, which is Harmony. Harmony. Oh, harmony. Yeah. That's what it's from. That's so sweet. It's this really sweet song that uh, Disney uses occasionally still. Yeah. And it's from the TV show. That's awesome. And it's them all singing in harmony together, which she does. That is during where um, the Manta is is trying to show disdain to everybody. And she gets them all to sing in harmony together. That's sweet. Because we love her. Just to put out some other like positive things that this this show was very above and ahead of its time Mm -hmm. in episode 10 there was a black mermaid that's awesome in the show who had lines and was not just like a random mermaid in the crowd that's amazing Um, which i was like yes yeah clocked that yeah or whole all of season one had a lot of some some reincurring villains that came back Mm -hmm. we had some characters that that went along with her um and it was the slow progression to, it didn't have its own plot. It was more of the slow progression of let us lead up to this movie we're about to. Mm-hmm. That that you're you yes. s- obviously you have already yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, but it's like they built it. Now met yeah. Flounder. Yeah, we've met Flounder. We were like sowing the seeds of mistrust of humans, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Season two gets a little weird. Okay, Mozart is in it. Okay, I'm, um, we do mm-hmm. get a little background on mm-hmm. the family history of music. Oh, cool. Um, not only was her mother big in music, but her grandfather, Grandpa Neptune. Nice. Was also into music and he played uh, this giant organ. Nice. And so uh, she, Triton wants nothing more than for Ariel to also play it. And she is terrible at it, so she cannot. But- That's sweet. <laughs> That's very sweet. But yeah, so you you have some of that music connection that obviously is very important to Ariel. Mm-hmm. Season two got a little weird where they like, Forgot about some of the recurring characters. Ariel was still Ariel. Okay. Flounder great. was still Flounder. Everyone was still themselves. But um, they they were just kind of like doing a little more of those like vignettes. Okay. But this is where the iconic Gabrielle is introduced mm-hmm. halfway through season two. She is a Hispanic <gasps> deaf mermaid. And she signs. 93. She signs and has an interpreter. That's awesome. In 1993. That's so cool. And she's mute. She cannot sing. Mm-hmm. So she, and she fully signs. Like there are moments where nothing happens. Like she's in danger and Ariel's screaming at her and they're like, she can't hear you. You need to do something else. That's awesome. So Ariel like recognizes what she needs and like, ugh. And Gabriella does it a lot for Ariel. That's awesome. Gabriella saves her a couple times. That's awesome. Because she goes to do something and Gabriella makes a motion and Ariel picks it up. She's like, oh my gosh, snapping turtle. It's really cool. That's so awesome. introduced, yeah, it introduced that. It introduced sign. It introduced interpreters mm-hmm. and how the interpreters can also be your friend. Yeah. At the end of it, it's this beautiful moment where they, they both get a wish. Their wishes ended up not coming true. She wished that she could sing and Ariel wished that she could dance, have two legs so she could dance. Yeah. And at the end, they both hype each other up. Aww. And Gabriella's like, I can still dance and I have a fin. I dance with my hands. And she shows all these beautiful sign. And Ariel's like, will you tell beautiful stories with your hands? Yeah. So 
you don't need to sing either. You do, you know, and it's it's oh, like it's beautiful. Like it's a beautiful episode. I was like, that's oh my amazing. gosh. It was really cool. I'm like, come on, where was the where is this energy yeah. now? Yeah. Like, and to actually what? like draw the physical signing and everything, like that's yes. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They drew out the signs. Uh, it was really, really cool. That's awesome. So highly recommend. That mm-hmm. is episode six of season two. Okay. I obviously am not fluent as all. So um, if someone is, I would love to know how oh, accurate yeah. she is. How they did with it. Um, yeah, for sure. That is, it It was really cool to me. Mm-hmm. And Gabriella with a very distinct darker skin tone. That's awesome. Different shaped eyes. Yep different hair texture i was like come on Get people mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. where's the energy she also meets Han christian anderson oh that's fun Just going back to craziness oh yep, so we're doing him. like the like oh i'm gonna write about the thing that i yep yep okay yep yep meets cool. him mm-hmm. also scuttle met beethoven because of course why not we're just hitting all the old composers <laughs> season two yep. mm-hmm. season two eric sees ariel oh but is confused by what he sees okay Okay. He's like, was that, was that, mer- that mer- oh, that's a nice was little, that- like, oh, it's not like a, hey, mm-hmm. let, let water come down on you and like forget everything, like the Hercules. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't that. Like, he for sure is like, that's weird. And then earlier, I forgot to mention that she does see the back of him. Oh, that's kind of cute. I like the little and thing like that. She sees him when she, they say, oh, that porpoise is going to wreck the nets, get rid of it. And he pulls out a knife and she's super scared. Aww. And Flounder's like, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> and Eric jumps in and frees the porpoise. Oh, Eric. And she's like, oh, he's yeah. nice. But daddy said they're mean. But like, he's nice. And Flounder's like, we must be in the we wrong ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, awesome. Because he's, you know, Flounder, we love you, but you're still a cuppy at heart. Oh, yeah. Um, now, season three, mm-hmm. they do bring a lot of the characters back. Cool. Um, Urchin comes back more. We have the Shark Nation from episode one we have all these things that come back um another big topic they covered is child abuse oh okay now, that is not directly with ariel that is sebastian gets to meet this child who is in a very tough situation and it really hit me hard because at the end he's like you know if i'm ever in a situation like this i'll know that it's not good for me and i shouldn't be treated this way and if i'm being mistreated i should leave and i should tell someone i was like oh my god like are we just okay I guess I mean, we're, yes, we're hit, you are yeah, right. But, but like, wow, kid show. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, and Gabriella comes back. That's and, great. And all this. It's it's really cute. They do they yeah. do a really good job of setting everything up. And Ariel, you see her get as this the TV series goes on, she does get more and more adventurous. You see mm-hmm. her. She um finds that sunken ship that she eventually gets all the stuff from. Mm-hmm. You see her move everything to her grotto. Mm-hmm. You see you see a lot you see Ursula start to get more and more invasive into their kingdom. Cool. Um it is a really nice setup to mm-hmm. the show. Now because they definitely set it up like a this is how it's going to be leading up into the movie, mm-hmm. there is no like solid end. Ah, uh, you already have the end. You like it. Yeah. Because the ending is just the movie, yeah. so it does feel kind of like this is it. Yeah. Like there's not more. Yeah. But it it is cool to see the lead up. That and see cool. where Ariel goes and how she goes through yeah. everything. I think it's really cool. That is really cool. I it, I feel like D- Disney TV series did like a U, you know, yes. where like we if we're starting with the Ariels, whether we're starting off strong, then we just like start to curve down, take a short dive down, maybe pop back up on the Lilo and Stitch train, and then end up where we've gotten Tangled. Tangled. Was great. That's like I think we're like yeah. U'd. I think we're back at like yeah. them finding what they need to yes. be. 
and that balance of like mature mm-hmm. content for kids. Especially um, now that they're doing more yeah. of these TV shows are becoming more and more popular. Yeah. They're amping up for more. Yeah. They they better be at, at Rapunzel quality because yeah. like Tiana and Moana yeah. are coming up. So mm-hmm. just, yeah, to start so strong yeah. with this aerial and don't get me wrong, it has its faults. It's yeah. not phenomenal. Yeah, but I didn't watch it and like cringe. That's great. That's whereas like some of mm. some of the other ones, I'm like, this is these are just vignette. These are just like cash grabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gabriella is not in this. Yeah. I don't want it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about a couple of those at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. How inclusive? That's so inclusive. Like, yeah. what? That's a, that's a really cool. Like, that's, that's someone caring enough yes. to put that representation into a early 90s animated TV series. Yeah. That's really cool. Loved uh, it. Yeah. Loved it. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, so they, so really, Ariel gets two prequels. <laughs> Because then the last now, movie. Yes. So the last one is, to be honest, it is, I don't know how they can put them together. They yeah. can't. Yeah. Because in it, they do a lot of things that don't make sense in the world at all. Mm-hmm. I get the concept of, ooh, let's explain the mom. Yeah. What happened to the mom? Yeah. Cool. Get it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, he doesn't like humans because. Yeah. It gives that more mom. of a purpose. That's and, yeah. super weird, though, because he's already talked about it a bunch that he doesn't like it because they fish his nation. Yeah. We've already we already know why he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. He's trying to protect her because they fish his subjects. Yes. But now we're adding on mom. OK, so now we have to like rebrand that in our mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, music wasn't allowed. Cool. You have a full orchestra. You have been doing music since you were a child. You met Mozart. Your father <laughs> played you an instrument to sleep every night. Yeah. You, you, no, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. So we're supposed to forget all that. Yeah. She meets Flounder just scatting outside the castle. See that? And he's super, super brave. Yeah. And super is yeah. not scared at all. Mm, that does not impact me as hard yeah. as I'm copy number 32. Yeah. Well, you're Flounder to me. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yep. What? I yeah. just, I was like, ugh. so there are a lot of things that I didn't like. Also, the sisters, mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. them became straight up characters. You had the, the boy crazy one. Mm-hmm. You had um, the dumb blonde mm-hmm. who wasn't that in the TV series. Mm-hmm. You had uh, a Tina just like, I'm the good girl queen. They could have talked about so much yeah. with Tina because the mom stayed back to save her mm-hmm. and pull her tail out of the rock. Yeah. But no, we're not talking about that. We're not, yeah. we're, no, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. You know, they were just like, so, and I was a little bummed by all this, mm-hmm. that it just didn't line up with anything yeah. that they had previously slated mm-hmm. because this one had so many women involved in its well, creation. Then, well, that's, this so movie. It, had, it was directed by a woman. Yep. It was produced by a woman. Yep. The screenplay was by men, mm-hmm. but the story was by two women. Mm-hmm. They changed everything. They made Athena the redhead. They made they they switched out the colorings. They they so it, it makes her. They made her look identical to her mom. Yeah. Who's by the way, Ariel is is based off Alyssa Milano. Yes. Yes, I didn't um, know that. But it just I was disappointed in it because it had taken away so many fun things about even just the original movie. Yeah. But I was like, oh. Well, that's okay. <laughs> by it, by itself, there's a couple things that I enjoyed at least because if you don't look at the TV series, if you look at this as the prequel, because obviously they didn't, they just ignored it. Um, right. 
I do enjoy that you at least get to talk to the There's a lot of sister scenes. And that's you really You do get cool. to talk to the sisters in the TV show, too. Yes. That's what, like, uh, if we toss yeah, out... there's whole episodes of, like, one <laughs> one sister each. And that's they have cool. a little more of a dynamic thing. It's not just the one, I yeah. want to kiss boys, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Let's... And then I get to kiss a boy at the end because I just do it. Yeah, it's... that was weird. The no oh, consent this is, kiss. This is my friend Pearl. I guess, do you want to come with me? I'm going to be a bad girl. Wait, no, we're in a bad situation. I, I think we should leave. I think we need to learn from this and we need to go. Yeah. It... Nope. Yeah. It, it was just... And the weird, like, super cool flounder, I agree, was, like, really – I didn't – He just wasn't flounder. It did, I didn't get it. So yeah. I just wish the sisters were more well-rounded instead of just caricatures. Because, yeah. like you said, there is a lot of sister yeah. content. But, like, they all get mad at her. Why? They all Why get, are they mad at her? They all get mad at her. We have she didn't an, do anything, anything wrong. We have another evil woman in it mm-hmm. <laughs> that is purple. And wearing yep. a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, it's another trope that has come back with it. I did, I will say, <laughs> that I loved Benjamin the Manatee. Oh my gosh, Benjamin so the Manatee is the best much. part of that whole movie. He's the best part Benjamin of the, the Manatee movie. Is, is worth is worth the watch. I love that he's in jail for no reason. Oh my goodness. He does not have to be in no, jail at the end of that movie. No. He did absolutely nothing wrong. I, just, <laughs> that's what, I was like, what is this beautiful thing that is coming he's out amazing. of the movie? Benjamin the Green Manatee. Yeah. Yeah, and the random penguins oh, that exist. I yeah, the one-liners oh in this God, are amazing. Right. Um, yeah. they did reference, I th- assume, because there were so many puns in that movie, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. movie, especially by the villain. They referenced the original movie or the original story, the Hans Christian Andersen story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, I think we should shave their heads. Yes, I saw that. I went, oh, I see what you did there. No, someone read the <laughs> someone read the read the story, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's still it's yeah. still a fun movie. Yeah. It just I was bummed because the quality was so much higher. Yeah, it was visually. Yeah. But the quality, if we put more puns in, it'll be good. There's a couple of that. And I was bummed. If you didn't know the TV series, it gives you a very clear motivator for Triton to hate humans. But it's just not as developed. Like, it's just very quick and easy. You know, yeah. like it. You get to see baby Ariel, which was really cute. Yeah. Um, and fun but yeah the the random like jump in the line number and i'm like did you just choose not to write an original song <laughs> like, uh-huh. why are we just uh-huh. doing this in a club you know? yeah there's like just a lot of stuff that i'm like you're balancing this i don't know especially compared to the other movie yeah that they kind of tied everything in mm-hmm. i still believed it yeah whereas this one i'm like i'm having a hard time believing the plot mm-hmm. of this yeah all music is done or that song specifically you have a surprise west wing in your palace that has an elevator Mm -hmm. like what (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep i just was confused by so much of it because it was so you just can't yeah yeah control that and then there was of course no music to like yeah hearken to yeah you've now destroyed music which is a huge part of the part of this series yeah Yeah. (laughs) so so i was really disappointed because like oh there's so many women on this yeah just kidding yeah. The princess just wants to kiss boys and then the one is stupid. Yep. Yeah. My initials on it. They're all so there's no, a lot of women in the in series. <laughs> so at least the representation of women characters was there. But it, the same way they were in the other ones. I know. <laughs> I know. Disappointing. And the I mean I didn't understand the aerial hate either. Like when so they they get caught mm-hmm. and she's like, No, but why? Why yeah. I don't remember. Why don't you like music? Why can't we do that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, just go to your room. Yeah. And they go in there and they're all just angry at her. 
but not for taking them out. Yeah. They're angry at her for pushing it. Yeah. It's like, and I'm like, that doesn't make, he's done nothing to you. You guys are not in trouble yeah. for her pushing. Yeah. You guys are not like, why are you mad at her? No it's one's happy. Like unnecessary. I saw all y'all unnecessary dancing. Conflict. Yeah. I saw it. It is, it is unnecessary conflict yeah. at right now. Yeah. Like that, that also, what a, what a beautiful moment that could have been. Yeah. If like, does no one remember? Like, do none of you remember? Yeah. And having the a oldest Tina, had like, a, a yeah. Tina being like, no, yeah. this is what happened. Yeah. This is why, this is what he's feeling. This is. That would have been beautiful. And then she doesn't get to save the day. Sebastian does. Yeah. That bothered me a lot because in the second movie, so much, Ariel is even more proactive than she was in the first movie, which she was very <laughs> proactive in. So like, I feel yeah. like it just took like a huge step backwards. And, and then this, yeah, this one, Sebastian's the one who's like, we're going to go get this thing yeah. that will help make him feel better. It'll remember his wife. Remember that he loves music. Blah, yeah. Blah. yeah. Like Ariel doesn't do anything. No. Except for follow get in trouble. <laughs> a scatting flounder. Who all of a sudden is and like then doesn't a get cool any of her questions musician. answered. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it doesn't like, work. You can't pull it I off. I just <laughs> was so disappointed with the missed opportunities yeah. with with Atina. Yeah. Because yeah. that could have been such a well-rounded character. Yeah. For them to to meet and have the sisters have a big moment and for them to be rounded yeah. to go from being these caricatures to like, oh, this is the life we've been living. Yeah. And and Ar- I mean, I was with Ariel. She was asking all the right questions. Yeah. No, that yeah, I agree. So yeah, the only good thing out of that was the manatee. He can still exist because he's amazing. Oh, he's great. Yeah. I just want like a little I mean, plushie. the puns are still hysterical. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's, still, it's oh, yeah. still fun. It's, it's, it's colorful. It's still like enjoyable. It's well drawn. It's a little bit better than like this. You know, like oh, it's yeah. a higher. You're right. it's new. Yeah. It's a higher quality. Yeah. It was, what, 2008? Mm-hmm. And this was released right before the Broadway musical happened. Mm-hmm. So I think there might have been some push in getting her back out there, too, because they were about yeah. to release the Broadway musical at the same time. So. Right. You know, which had its own weird things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And now it's getting a live action. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a um, they did a Disney live uh, where the voice of Moana played Ariel. Yes. It happened. I don't understand those. Yeah. But is. I am excited for the live action. I'm very excited to see what they do with it because you just can't put swimming on stage. So, and they yeah, did their I, darndest to do it they did they did you know um, but yeah i think it'll be i think it'll hopefully translate to live action very well well it's the movie itself aged just fine mm-hmm. you know they like the only thing that ursula even says and she's the villain so she's allowed to say the horrible thing <laughs> is uh the girl who holds a tongue who gets a man i'm like well you're the villain yeah. like that's obviously like yeah is, of course yeah, you can't with anything. yeah. say that but everything else didn't there wasn't anything that made me go ooh. Can't watch that now. No. Yeah, no. And that probably leads into the erroneous of yes. the er- the l- the lack of era that exists in this story. Oh my gosh, yeah. But she yeah, Ari- But no. Ariel's, Ariel's great. Yeah. She really she <laughs> is and she she is flawed and it it's yes. great in a great yes. way because she's relatable in those flaws. She's a relatable as a teenager and uh, I was thinking back mm-hmm. And a lot of the princesses that we'll talk about in the few we have that yeah. she yeah. she really feels like a teenager. That oh, for she sure. is existing as a teenager with all of the flaws that come of that and all of the good things that yes. come of that. Where other people who happen to be 16 don't necessarily feel that way. No. So I, I do really enjoy that about Ariel. And I think that's why she's persisted through so much of it. And she's a mermaid. Like, that's so cool. Like, it's just so cool. You know, the only other non-human is, like, Tinkerbell. 
So it's so cool that you have that magical element to her. I mean, Elsa is part spirit. Or is oh, that's true. So I guess there's that. Yeah, that she has that. But yeah, and she's so popular too. Like, you know, when you Mm -hmm. get them that that magical aspect to it, I think it's just so fantastical. Mm -hmm. And and that she is just a teenager at the end of the day talking to a statue like she's trying to date it. (laughs) You know, so relatable. She's super relatable. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think you hit it on the head with like she's flawed in a beautiful way. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it more than I thought. I always liked Ariel, but it. I was surprised at how much I went, oh, no, this is she's a good role model. She's not naive and emotional in a way that is mean or that is selfish. Like, she's not not selfish. Like, that's some of the biggest, like, issues I have with some of the other protagonists is uh, that our teenager and kind of that, like, bullheadedness to them is that Ariel's not selfish at all. She's the first to sacrifice herself for people she cares about. She definitely wants what she wants oh yeah get it but on her way to get there yeah. if flounder is being attacked by sharks yeah. she's gonna she's gonna yeah she's gonna make a stop she's gonna put <laughs> yeah she's gonna put other people's well-being in front of that want yeah so i yeah she was great i really enjoyed learning more about her and actually like deep diving and talking about her so i have so I many agree. things to talk about if you are new to the podcast our after hours are what we do on our patreon we get a full video podcast episode and get to chat about everything that's not specifically aerial related so that's what we keep unfiltered. saying unfiltered super excited to talk about some of the other parts of this film that i love but ariel is fantastic she's a great way to start off the season because she does she does start off the renaissance which was this yeah blossom of the disney princess franchise so it was a perfect choice i love it yes well we will see you next time thanks for being here yeah bye everybody bye Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Tune in next week as we explore the origins of a legendary warrior and our Maiden Madness champion of 2021, Mulan. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can help us reach even more listeners by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or comment in Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you are listening. If you want to join us for even more discussions about The Little Mermaid or extra thoughts about any of our episodes, head over to our Patreon. There you can support the podcast and unlock an entire library of our exclusive after-hour video podcast with new episodes arriving each month. You can also unlock research notes, bloopers, and more. Follow us on social media and at our website on damselsanddialogue.podbean.com. Until next time, this has been Damsels and Dialogue. Have a nice day. This podcast episode is sponsored by Royal Princess Parties, LLC, and is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions. Thank you.